Alright, hi everybody, this is Nick from the ArcadeHunters.com. With me as always is my good friend Gerard. How are you, sir? Doing pretty good. And it, as we record this, it is the final day of February, the 28th. And for Stern Pinball, it is the week of Foo. Yes, and it is. This is absolutely insane because we have so much gifts from the pinball gods. It's absolutely <laughs> insane. It's yeah. It, it seems it, it's almost like I don't know. Do they do where like if one person, if one company announces a release, then the other company goes, okay, we'll do our release. Kind of like I know they do that with the theme parks. Like when they announce new rides and when something's going to be done. I know. Yeah, it's like Univer- Universal's. Yeah. yeah, Universal's done it with um with the Harry Potter world set in Hogwarts and stuff. Disney's done it before with Star Wars trying to up each other. Mm-hmm. Like Universal's like, oh, you're you're bringing out your Tron roller coaster. Well, we got the Velocir coasters coming out, and and it, it will be ready and done before Tron. Yeah, I'm I'm going on <laughs> Tron um, this Monday coming up. Actually, finally got that uh, that thing for it. I don't know if I said that in the last one, but yep. so before we get into the um to the to the biggest news of the day. Obviously, um, I mentioned in the last podcast that Scott Denise is working on a P3, and I'm pretty sure it was like Project Vulcan or something like that, or Condor, I forget the name of it, but they had that, they had that announced. Then American Pinball announced that they're going to be doing a game with Dennis Nordman called Galactic Tank Force. Mm-hmm. And then when Stern finally dropped the teaser trailer for Foo Fighters, it finally came out from the fine folks over at Jersey Jack. It says, join, take your seat at the table in March for The Godfather is going to be their next game. So pretty much everybody, all the rumors are true. So we got Foo Fighters, we got Godfather. So today we are talking about the trailer for Foo Fighters dropped, it mm-hmm. is the first official cornerstone game from Jack Danger over at Dead Flip because originally he did do the um, the Jurassic Park Home Edition. I still would kind of count that though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would. So here's what's funny. So the way that Stern does all of their presentations, it's the the distributors get to find out first at like 10 o'clock in the morning and then 11 o'clock in the morning, they give it out to all of us. So I'm on pin side and I'm checking and seeing, seeing if anybody was, you know, spilling the beans and talking about the webinar that they had going on. And it ended up being the band themselves or whoever does their social media leaked it. An mm-hmm. hour before everybody else. <laughs> so they had um, um, the Foo Fighters released a email about their upcoming tour dates, and at the very top of the 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 um, the email, they had the photo for the pro model. So it's like, <laughs> and I went, and it's leaked. <laughs> there it is, like that. So we got art by. Jeremy Packard, Zombie Yeti, he's even in the game mm-hmm. as as a Yeti, which is friggin' amazing. 
And I'm pretty sure, um, I can't, Tyslo, I, I can't pronounce his name, but, um, he's, um, he worked on Deadpool and he also worked on, um, Jack Danger's Jurassic Park. So they're all doing the, uh, game together. Yep. Yeah, and, sure. and the coolest thing, I mean, for me, looking at the artwork besides Zombie Eddie's artwork being awesome and spot on. Not to it's funny because you can tell it's Zombie Yeti, but at the same time, it looks different from some of his other licensed pinball artwork. Oh, yeah. Like, if you look at this and you looked at the Ghostbusters artwork, it almost looks like they were done by two different artists. He's definitely becoming like the guy to make yeah. a pinball machine. It's like he was born to make pinball. And Absolutely the, insane! Just how fast he spits these out. It's yeah. Crazy. And what's also cool is so the looks like the whole premise. I mean, they created, I believe it was done with the band, a whole storyline about yes. almost, like the Foo Fighters being like superheroes. And this like, is it's a Saturday morning cartoon with yeah. the Foo Fighters. And there's a the main villain is an alien, and that's awesome because that's a nod to the actual band name Foo Fighters. Mm-hmm. Yes, Which refers it's Overlord. To, yep. Yep. And Foo Fighters, that, that was a term used, I think, in World War II for mm-hmm. describing UFOs or something like that. And yes, they were the people that looked for UFOs. They called them the Foo Fighters. That's it. And then you have the infamous touring van. I believe that's connected to the, I think Dave Grohl had a documentary about bands that toured and touring in vans or something like that. Mm-hmm. That that's about as deep as my Foo Fighters knowledge goes. I it's funny because I the thing I texted to you is was great another another pinball band license for a band I don't really care that much about, but the game still looks awesome. Oh yeah, because I, like it it's the same thing with um a lot of people were saying the same thing with Iron Maiden. They were like, mm-hmm. I really want to play this game, but I don't like Iron Maiden's music. A lot of people saying that it's like. I never really listened to it growing up. Same thing with uh, Foo Fighters. My brother was the Foo Fighter fan, so I always heard those songs blasting mm-hmm. from my <laughs> from my brother's room. So it's just like, yeah, I know Everlong, <laughs> so stuff like that. Yeah. So I, so for me, yeah, it, I was a big Nirvana fan, and after Kurt Cobain killed himself and the band was done, and Dave Grohl started Foo Fighters, I forgot. Sometime after that, to me as a kid, it was like, I can't like this music. I'm not going to listen to it because it's just a knockoff Nirvana. Then I heard mm-hmm. him and he sounded nothing like Nirvana. Oh, yeah. He's st- totally doing his own thing. Yeah. Which is cool, but just not my type of music. So speaking of the music, we have to talk about the songs that mm-hmm. are in the game first because the, like we said, they're doing a week of Foo Fighters. All the news is being dripped. So yesterday... They had a photo, and they were saying that they were going to release the track list. So, we got 15 songs from the band. So, we got Everlong, Times Like These, Breakout, Learn to Fly, I'll Stick Around, This Is a Call, Walk, Holding Poison, All My Life, The Pretender, Something From Nothing, Monkey Wrench, Run, Best of You, and of course, My Hero, everybody knows that song. So, those are the songs that you're going to hear in the game, and... Pretty much it's just like what they said, you know, the idea is it's Foo Fighters Saturday morning action time. Mm-hmm. It's a fictional 
fictional TV series where they go around the they go around America trying to fight the Overlord and his army of robots. Yeah, and they even. Yeah. I was just gonna say they even have a giant. I don't know if it's a giant robot that assembles like Voltron or if it's like a Johnny Sacco and it's his robot. It's pretty much a giant robot that you you assemble together. He's called the Foo the Foobot. Yeah. <laughs> that you put together. So the like like Gerard said, the art in this game is absolutely insane. The limited edition, of course, is limited to one thousand units and they're pretty much have been gobbled up. Has a really mm -hmm. cool um alien green uh, motif on it. And of course it's also using the expression lighting system, which is very hard for me to be excited about because they still have not released the expression lighting system for the premiums of of Rush. So it's mm -hmm. gonna be the same thing. So anybody that has a premium or pro of uh Foo Fighters is gonna be waiting like over a year so they can get their expression lighting kit. Hopefully that's something that they spoke about mm -hmm. on that. And I almost forgot we we almost forgot to talk about um they also released the sixtieth anniversary of James Bond, but we'll talk about that later. Mm -hmm. Um so we got their, um, you know, the usual, they call it the feature matrix. So, you know, of course, it's got their, their awesome um, insider connected that you can do all your, your scores, compare with people, of course, do those, do those achievements, artwork from Zombie Yeti. Mm -hmm. um, doesn't sound, I don't, it doesn't really sound like it's got um, audio from the band in it, um, from the, there's one other, um, like an hour before they released the trailer, they had a video of the, pretty much the, all the different cues in the game that they're going to use to make it look like where you're going around uh, North America and trying to defeat all the different aliens. And it's got kind of a an announcer and it has a voice for the Overlord, but mm -hmm. I did not think I heard any members of the band. So I don't know if it's going to be like, Metallica or Kiss, where they're you know constantly talking to you, yep. telling you what to do. So that, yeah, this. Is the, yeah. Do we want to talk about the design? Some, I mean, there, I have a couple questions. Yeah, go ahead. So, one of the things I that looks awesome is the was it the kick out? Mm -hmm. I guess they, I, just uh, a, I just had I just had a brain fart, okay. so ignore that. Let me see. So I'm okay, uh, for all the listeners. I'm still kind of new to pinball. I've always played it, but never really got that into it. So the That's kicking target, the yep. kicking target looks awesome. Oh, the one on the right hand side, right? Yep. That with the ball hits it and looks like it mm -hmm. throws it. But yep. the one thing that really has me intrigued is the Rammy crossover ramp mm -hmm. where it looks like the ball gets launched out in the air. Kind of. It looks like, it's, like um, it's it's up. It looks like it's a side thing that it shoots out of. Yeah, it's, it's a like, far left shot. Yep. So we're talking we're going to talk about the pro first because there is a lot of differences. And yeah, pretty much that four minute video was like the deciding thing for it, because this thing looks flowy as hell. Mm -hmm. You know, once again, this is Jack Danger's first design in a you know, a full capacity. Because I feel like, you know, for what he did with Jurassic Park, 
he was limited by what that platform offered. You know, you could only mm -hmm. have one solenoid fire at a time for the pop bumpers. Only one solenoid could fire for the slingshots and stuff like that. So it was kind of limited what you could do. So, mm -hmm. like, the whole top of the play field, uh, top left, is totally different compared on the Pro to the Premium LE. So the thing is, it is a... It, this thing looks like it flows for days. Yes, the, with... All the ramps, the shots, the scoops, everything. That's that's the one thing that drew me towards watching it in the trailer. And even on the um the pro model, lots of flow. It's Oh yeah. The extra feet the extra features in like the limited edition don't seem to real that does add to it, but it doesn't seem to interfere with the actual flow or gameplay or upper loops. Mm. I believe wasn't it Game of Thrones that like there was uh, vast difference between the two games it made one version the game was almost unplayable yeah it was weird because they had that extra top play field yeah and you could hold the ball up there and just do all the shots up there this one just has one extra flipper at the top yep for the area 51 for the limited edition mm -hmm. but so i was just going to say flow is the keyword of the day absolutely i was very I was on the fence. I was like, wow. I said, this the, the Pro, because it doesn't have that top play field, is going to be a flow monster. Because he's, mm -hmm. using, he's using the metal ramps, and he's bending them everywhere to way, but loose. He's getting them all over the place. He's He's got them all bent and stuff like that, all like different stuff. Mm -hmm. And what's funny is he's on Twitch right now as we're doing this, but he's not playing the game. <laughs> That's going to be tomorrow. Um, They're going to be doing the LE and then the Pro, so it's probably going to be like down to like watching the the video on demand to see which one that I really <laughs> want to get. Um but yeah, this thing um one of the things that he was showing off that he had he had like a couple of designs cuz he's been doing like t Twitch designs pinball. Mm -hmm. And kind of the idea that um they had in Indiana Jones that John Borg did where you bash a captive ball, but this it's like a loop on there. And he showed this off a while ago. He had this, you bash the ball, and it would loop around. So he has this next to the robot overlord, the alien overlord that you have to fight on there. Mm -hmm. But here's one thing, Gerard, that I can't believe no one has said. Guess what is not in the game? What? No pop bumpers at all in this game. Yep. It's very weird to see that, I, I like, you know, this was his, you know, like... Should we really say, like, you know, he had to do Jurassic Park and he had the pop bumpers on it. I guess because more it was probably more of a family game. Mm -hmm. Since it's going to be more for, like, a player's type of game, this is going right to, okay, Flow Monster, Flow for Days. Yep. And stuff like that. So it does not have any pop bumpers. It's called the Cthum shot that you shoot at it and it launches it back. That's over on the right side mm -hmm. of the game. But... Here's another, he said, like, we're going to have some things in here that you guys have never seen before. And that is, there are targets underneath to the right and the left-hand side of the slingshots. Mm -hmm. So this is a first, those have never been in a, definitely in a current Stern game, if they've ever had targets like that. Now, did you see that um, in the photos? Yes. So, like, one of the things is that 
there is uh, Neil Schatz was the name of the player that used to used to be able to tap the ball back and forth mm-hmm. and hit the rollovers. So they would call. So it's that was one of his tricks that he did. So naturally, everybody calls it Schatzing. So I think everybody's just going to call them Schatz targets now <laughs> on there. So it's really cool that that is it's a part of the pro play field. I thought that was cool that they added that in because once again, you're always worried about what are they going to take out from the pro to the premium that you're not going to see or to the LE, of course. Mm-hmm. So we got the um, for the big the big thing in the middle that everybody's going to be shooting for is that alien overlord. Yep. And it's got, um, it's got two twin forks that pop up and then you'll be able to bash the ball into the twin forks and you'll start, looks like you might start a multi-ball. But kind of like what um, Gerard said before, is the game looks like what you want to try to do is assemble the Fubot. So I don't know if you have to do all the different tours because it shows like um, it shows all the different cities that you can go to. Seattle, um, New York, Roswell, of course, is mm-hmm. in there. And and it has but, Austin, Texas and a bunch of places to go. I was going to say, well, yeah, the upper playfield area on the limited edition is Area 51. And one of the loops mm-hmm. is called one of the not loops, one of the out what that ramps. The right ramp, I think, is called the Area 51 ramp. Yeah, there's an Area 51. So we'll get into the premium LE. So of course, like I said, the the limited edition has this really cool, like alien slime green color to it. And wow, Jack is actually showing <laughs> it off right now on Dead Flip. He's got it. Wow, he's. I, I was surprised he's playing it. I thought he was. I thought he wasn't going to play it till, till, uh, till tomorrow. But it's, he was just showing the um, the laser cut um, side armor on it. Looks really, mm-hmm. really nice. But um, it's got those expression lighting kits that they've been doing on the music game. So you know, Led Zeppelin and the, um, and Rush had it. So here's what's different with the limited and premium editions. So first off, we have physical toys. So the Foo Fighters van is an actual van, like, toy, instead of being a plastic stand-up target. And it has a little um, color-changing LED for, like, their ray gun on the top. Mm -hmm. And the alien Overlord is an actual toy. And kind of think of it like the kind of the, the Mouser Walker that Krang had in... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It looks very cool. Has a really cool, like, the pink color to it. It almost looks like it's got a, like, a neon color to it. It looks Mm -hmm. really cool. And, of course... Not to draw similarities, but, like, the color scheme looks similar to, like, Invader Zim. Oh, yes, indeed. Yeah, that's right. And it's weird, because, like, I'm looking at... I want to look at the, uh... That's the little... We're on, uh... I'm on Pinball News, uh, looking at the, uh looking at the photos because it doesn't look like they showed off the oh here's the premium model i want to look at the the difference between the colors on the premium to the le it's definitely you can see it. they said that they were going to release more photos throughout the week but it just looks like you know mm-hmm. why would you not release all the photos when you know yeah. you're trying to this is the problem that i had with spooky doing scooby-doo because they only showed the limited edition everybody was asking so what do the other editions look like and they're like uh we'll have to take some photos later and people are like no i want to see what they look like now because if mm-hmm. i'm going to give you this money i want to see what it looks like 
So it's kind of weird that they held it off on there. But yeah, we have the top left that you shoot that Gerard's been saying. The Area 51 middle mini playfield on the top. And it's got an extra spinner. And it's got like a horseshoe loop shot that you go around and around. Yep. And kind of reminds me of the mini playfield that's in the Big Lebowski almost. Oh, I was, I was going to say it almost reminds me a little bit of the mini play field that was in The Simpsons. Yes. Simpsons. Pinball, pinball party. party. Yep. And because it has that same, um, the way the the wire form feeds the other ramp yep. that goes down there. So it looks like that, looks like the wire form on the uh, premium LE feeds that, um, feeds that other one. It looks really neat on there. Because it still has the same, it still has the same thing on there. You just don't have those extra shots. Yeah. But what's cool about um, we didn't mention with the robot with the Overlord is he put a magnet underneath it. Mm-hmm. So they call it like a capture ray, and it will take it and it'll start throwing the ball back and forth and stuff like that. But here's what got me because Jack has been showing this off for a long time. He said he's always wanted to put it into a game and I can't <laughs> believe the son of a bitch did it and I, I put it on there on when I commented on it because they showed the photo of it and it sucks that it's only in the premium and the limited edition and it's one of the things that definitely bumped my decision to go up on mm -hmm. the model is it has the peg the dead <laughs> post the dead post yes <laughs> I was going to ask it. you about that I'm like the, the, they call it overdrive physical outlane ball save. Mm -hmm. I was going to ask you about that. I'm like, I've never seen that before. And then I say, then I saw that it's being referred to as AKA the dead post. I'm like, okay, that's why. Mm -hmm. So he did this once again on his, on his stream with uh Twitch, Twitch making pinball. Right. Mm -hmm. So what you have to do is, I guess you'll end up lighting it. I'm not sure. It says, it says hit targets to tune the radio to light overdrive. So those mm -hmm. are those two stand-up targets that are on your left. So those are probably going to be the stand-up targets that you have to hit to light the overdrive ball save. So I would say on the pro version, it's going to be a virtual one like how it is on, you know, Star Trek where it just, you know, it doesn't have the ball kick out for it. But mm -hmm. this one, once once the ball makes contact... With the outlane, this post rides rides up. So what you have to do is hold your left flipper up. It will bounce off of the peg and will hit the tip of the flipper on the right. And you can save your ball from going down the drain. Mm -hmm. It is really cool. They they even showed it in the um in the trailer where he's playing multi ball and he has two balls cradled on the left flipper, it goes down the left out lane, hits the post, and goes back onto the right flipper. Mm -hmm. So, like the shirt that he says, "Legalized death saves." <laughs> so yeah, this is it's it's pretty nutty. They've definitely given you a lot of bang for your buck. Once again, like we have to give it up to Jeremy Packard, the Zombie Yeti. Oh my god, it looks gorgeous. It's, yep beautiful looking game i can't believe how nice they did it and the design just 
I love games with flow. I love games with ramps and loops and multiple loop shots. And this game is loaded with them. Mm-hmm. Now I can't wait to play it out in the wild and see. I'd like to hopefully find one to try the dead post because that looks awesome. What's funny is I'm looking at the art that they made for the premium version of the game. Mm-hmm. And it looks like an action figure case. So it shows like a giant hand holding a Dave Grohl action figure. Mm-hmm. And it says, we have to keep the world safe for rock. Hey, Overlord, do you want some of this? And it says, each figure speaks over 10 classic action phrases from the hit TV show. Coming <laughs> soon, the Overlord disguise closet playset, Area 51 filing cabinet, Fubot Mega transforming something it says on it. <laughs> Oh, it says Fubot Mega Transforming Arsenal, <laughs> based off the hit cartoon show. So yeah, they these guys did their homework, and they even have like an alien overlord toy for it. So before we, you know, we're not going to see. Jack is only talking about it on yeah. on on the stream because they can't play it until. Until tomorrow, because once again, LE on LE, LE tomorrow, and then a few days later, they're going to be doing the pro, and mm-hmm. hopefully it doesn't get killed by by the copyright gods. Once <laughs> again, because that's a thing, once again, I have to say, why I love and I hate music pinball machines. <laughs> because, yes, they're awesome. Oh my god, like, look at, look at the um, Jersey Jack's... Um, Guns N' Roses. It's a yep. concert in a box. Yeah. But when you try to show people the concert and the box, once it gets thirty <laughs> seconds of music, you're gone. Yep. Can't now really... does that does that include when Jack Danger plays it? Well, Jack Danger, what happens is most of them they get the copyright for the for the Okay, day. that's what I thought. That's how like when he did um the Beatles. Mm-hmm when they first came out, they had to get specific instructions and copyright, you know, allow from, from Apple to do it. Mm-hmm. That's why it's still on, on uh, YouTube because they got the rights for it. Yep. So I'm very excited. You know, once again, like I'm not even that big of a Foo Fighters fan. I know yeah. of the, you know, it's like, I know of the Foo Fighters. <laughs> like, I think even my brother's wondering, like, why the hell is he buying this? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I know of the Foo Fighters. I don't, I just think it's weird that I'm going to have a lineup with all three, three games that Jeremy did the art on. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not playing favorites over here. I'm just saying, <laughs> hey, this looks like fun. But I'm very interested to see what um, Tanyo is going to do, or Tanyo is going to do on his um, on the code for it, because we saw how awesome that they got um, Deadpool going with the, all the extra added modes. So I don't see why this would not be anywhere, you know, in that realm of definitely be up there with yep. it. And I think I don't think Jack is one going to come out the gate with with just like a meh game, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I feel very bad, though, for certain people, because, like, you got, like, the, the James Bond that came out, and it, for me, I don't know about you, like, even without the theme, like, I, mm-hmm. I think everybody knows James Bond, you know? Even that, that many people, if they watch the Foo Fighters, 
or or listen to Foo Fighters. This game just looks like it's going to eat its lunch for everybody. Yeah, and and what I like about it is it is it is based on Foo Fighters. It has their music, but when you look at the backlash, when you look at the play field, it's not just the band. It's clearly this made up Saturday morning action cartoon show. Yeah. And the artwork has that all the all the stuff in it has that. So I think that's enough that even if you're not a Foo Fighters fan, you might not even realize it's Foo Fighters until you walk over there and read it. Oh yeah. It'll draw your it'll definitely draw attention. Whereas some it's, of the other it's like I love the Iron Maiden pinball and I actually like Iron Maiden a lot. So I was psyched when that came out. But that it's clearly an Iron Maiden game. All the artwork mm-hmm. is like, almost again a Jeremy Packard game yep. too. He did a good job of incorporating the the kind of skeleton zombie guy. His name is I think it's Eddie. Yep. It's Eddie. And and it's multiple versions of Eddie because Eddie has different versions on like every album. So yeah, there's that's different... what he was saying. It's like we could we can just put him and we can put Eddie in any costume we want. And it's our Eddie, you know, and stuff like that. Yep. And so it's clearly Iron Maiden. It's got Iron Maiden all over it. This, it's Foo Fighters, but most of the stuff, a lot of the the whole Saturday morning cartoon vibe and everything Mm -hmm. around it, it's it's not just like key things from certain songs and bands. It's its its own thing. They don't sing about robots that, at least I don't think they sing about robots that... Form together and fight Overlord aliens, <laughs> and that's all. If I think. it is, why wasn't I listening to Exa- it? Yeah, I exactly. <laughs> I mean, this this looks like uh, look at it, it looks like it would be more like an Aquabats pinball machine. Oh, than yeah, and a Foo Fighters Absolutely. pinball. That's what I thought too. Yeah. I said this looks like Aquabats. Man. Yeah, so and so that's why I think that's awesome, and that you can pull from two markets: people that like the music and the band, and people that are will they'll just attract them with the colorful, nice artwork. The one thing that I want to see is I know they do the Stern Insider Connected podcast and that you have to pay extra for and then mm-hmm. then they uh, drop it for the public. I want to know whose idea was this to make it a Saturday morning cartoon show. Yeah, it definitely sounds something that's crazy that Jack would come up with because, you know, before like people, if they don't know who Jack is, we keep talking about him. But he was a graphic designer before he became a pinball designer. That's just mm-hmm. something that he did. And then he just kind of got into Twitch and took recording equipment to, like, um, Logan Cardware and just started playing games. Mm-hmm. And considering that he worked on the Voodoo Ranger beer, supposedly he did some of the art for Voodoo Ranger. Mm-hmm. You can definitely see where this has, like, a <laughs> gives that kind of, like, that Voodoo Ranger-looking art style to it, almost. And you can, I was just going to say, and you can also get the sense that the Foo Fighters have a good sense of humor. Yeah. Because they just had that, um, their horror movie, Studio 666, came out, I don't even think it was a year ago. And that's Mm -hmm. about the band and the band members getting together to record an album. And they're in a haunted house that's apparently, it's like a satanic devil worshiping house. (laughs) And all hell breaks loose. It's like, I believe, a hard R horror movie, mm-hmm. but also comedy mixed in. So th- they had to be fully on board for that. So That's I mean, the thing that, yeah. So it, what were you going to say? It just shows the difference of that 
they would be totally on board for this. I don't think, like, you know, it's like Dave Grohl, like, hey, if we made a Foo Fighters pinball machine, what would you want it to be about? Like, oh, we're going to fight aliens like a cartoon or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to, here's all the music. You can have all this music. And then meanwhile, it's just like, the, I, I'm going for, like, the, the restrictiveness of what, if that's even a word, of, like, what the license holder has. Because mm -hmm. one of the things to talk about also, and I'm going to blend it in because we didn't get to talk about it, was uh, last week they also showed off the James Bond 60th Anniversary Edition. The 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 um, coveted $25,000 <laughs> machine. Mm -hmm. Now, the thing is, the game looks like a lot of fun. It shoots like a lot of fun. There's a ton of spinners in it, and you can spin all the spinners at once. And there's an achievement for spinning, like, all four spinners at the same time. But then you see what they couldn't do in that and what they mm -hmm. could do. And it's just, it feels barren and empty. And it's the same thing, like, listening to when George Gomez came by for the, um, for the stream. Mm -hmm. And he said... That's what's holding us back is all of the license holder. Mm -hmm. That we can't use this. We have to use this. We can't use that. You're telling me that you have 60 years of James Bond and the only song that they could get was the theme song and a remix of the theme song. <laughs> I know. And I understand, like, you're not going to be able to call up Paul McCartney and get Live and Let Die. No, and I but, don't know how much Adele is going to want for Skyfall and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, but some of those older songs, they can't cost that much. Some of the older yeah. theme songs for the different it's, Bond movies. And what's insane, like, it had this, it had the um, the mini, the mini playfield screen mm -hmm. in the bottom. And I was watching it, and all the, all the mini playfield screens showed was information. And I said, oh, is there going to be any video from from the movies in this mm -hmm. and they said no and that's supposedly quote unquote what they wanted that's things that they couldn't even get so one of the most famous one of the most famous parts about bond movies besides the action and the spy and all the gadgets was always the intros during the mm -hmm. intro credits it would be a theme song usually Bond, but also related to the movie, whatever the yeah. name of the movie was, it would have some type of crazy kind of graphic going on with the credits. Like I remember, I, I don't know which movie it is, but it was basically like um, almost like black nude silhouettes of females with these like neon, like fluttering straps. Mm -hmm. And I think they're supposed to be like skiing and stuff like that. And that was a part of the intro with the credits and the music in the movie. Everyone knows, like, even if you play the GoldenEye game, you know the infamous, that kind of barrel hole, and it gets yeah. that shot, Bond walks out, turns, shoots, and you see the blood come down, and the music kicks in, then it would like, kick into showing, another title sequence. Mm -hmm. They were showing that, you know, there's, like, you get all the Bonds, and you collect gadgets, and it's, like, a gadget for each different movie, and it just says the name of the movie and the gadget. So it'll mm -hmm. say... It'll say Goldeneye, Wristwatch Laser. You know, um, the spy who loved me, um, you know, a C4 detector or something like that. Mm -hmm. And they said they had to get the them to to sign off on that. 
they don't actually show you a photo what it is. It just has the logo of the movie. So it just says, you know, diamonds are forever. And then, mm-hmm. um, and then, you know, what, what is it like laser gun or gun or something like that? Yeah. I was like, really? The only thing that they got in it was each of the James Bonds. They have their voice. When you collect them, they go, Bond, James Bond, or I'm James <laughs> Bond. That's it. You don't say anything else. It's just, it's so weird that you go from that game being, both that last game being so restrictive. You can only use the cover. You can only use the cover. This is, you can only use the stuff from the posters. You can't draw your own art. Mm-hmm. It has to have Dr. No on it. It can't say James Bond, 007 on it. And then meanwhile, they're like, hey, we want to have it where you're a Saturday morning cartoon characters going around and fighting like Skeletor. <laughs> in a, and then you guys all get together in a freaking Voltron robot and fight them. And they must have been like, yeah, let's fucking do it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's, it's insane. Mm-hmm. It's like. I would just tell them, like, hey, don't ever do this. Like, I think you can see, like, what all these teams do at Stern and all the teams do at Jersey Jack. They put in, or and even also, um, who else? At, um, at uh, P3, over at mm-hmm. Multimorphic. Do you saw what they did on Weird Al? It looks phenomenal. Yep. And... I guess it's easier because you're only dealing with one person. You're dealing with Weird Al and like, yeah, he's going to sign off on certain things. He's going to do his voice and it looks like a cartoon. Mm -hmm. And it's wacky. It's got all different. Even if they couldn't get the like, like uh, the rights for the songs, there's still stuff in there. It says, you know, eat it and stuff like that. They can't have actual the song eat it. But yeah, they have stuff for it. There's there's ways around it. There's ways Mm -hmm. like even if it's just, you can like for example, like they're like they're one of the Bond movies. It's the I, I'm so bad at Bond movies, but like the title sequence, it's like a shadow and a silhouette of naked girls swimming, and a guy swims by with scuba gear and a gun. Yeah. But it's all just shadows. You can't mean to tell me you can't recreate that with like some just basic animation or CGI and just even if you just throw the original Bond theme over it to pop up on the screen something to connect it it doesn't even sound like they would let them do that That, that's yeah that's what I'm saying they can't even not even saying use the old tiles but recreate them differently Mm -hmm. like we've seen I can't I'm drawing a blank but there's been other pinball machines where they've recreated sequences from the movie look for example yeah and Ghostbusters with the DMT yeah, I was going to say Ghostbusters, like when you go to the Sedgwick, Sedgwick did I say it correctly? Sedgwick, yeah, Sedgwick, Sedgwick yeah. Hotel? Yeah, when you're making the turns and stuff like that, or the books in the library, like, it's just crazy that they couldn't do anything like that. There's definitely a reason why Steve Ritchie left. It's just like, yeah. you go from, like, having just, like, it feels like with this, like, you had complete and total freedom mm-hmm. to do whatever you wanted. We're going to make a Saturday morning cartoon with you guys. And even Toho, like, I thought Toho was going to be restrictive at what they were going to let them to do, because I noticed when I played the pro, it still had on the bottom, you know, 
pending licensor agreements on it or something like that. Pending licensor approval. It said that on there. But then they were like, no, we made a 3D mock-up of the Mecha Godzilla in CGI. And mm-hmm. it was so good, it confused them. <laughs> at... Did you hear that story? Yep. It's a th- So for those that didn't hear it, if they haven't uh, watched any of our other podcasts, they said that, you know, they needed footage of Mecha Godzilla in the multiple modes being hit. And they noticed that they didn't really have anything that wasn't like went with the movie. So they basically, they took a toy and 3D modeled it and they made a loop of it. Mm-hmm. Of, of also of him just standing there. And when they gave it to the people at Toho, they were like, what movie is this from? <laughs> and when they told them, they said, no, this isn't from a movie. We made this in CGI. And they're like, you did? <laughs> like that- <laughs> What's crazy, especially with Godzilla, after the Matthew Broderick Godzilla movie, Toho became much mm-hmm. more hands-on and protective of the property to make sure something like that <laughs> would never happen exactly. again. And so even- definitely Godzilla's not eating people yeah. on there. He's but still smashing buildings, but he's not eating people. If you eat somebody, that's it's funny. That. It's funny because this goes back to an old topic that always comes up, and it's on message boards. We've talked about it: licensed pinball games versus unlicensed games, or people, or mm-hmm. when a creator gets creative freedom, they come up with a, their own idea, or they create like an IP or something instead of relying heavily on mm-hmm. a license. And it's weird because some of this best stuff has happened because of that. They mm-hmm. couldn't get Van Damme's approval. They made Mortal Kombat. And look, we're coming out with Mortal Kombat 12 this year, whether you want it or not. It's It doesn't stop. And mm-hmm. I, I think that's what American Pinball's trying to do because they have the stuff with their... The first two games they had, you know, Houdini, you can kind of debate if mm-hmm. that's an original theme, but then they had their Oktoberfest. The only one that they really did that was a license was Hot Wheels. Mm-hmm. And those guys lucked out because they had those awesome Hot Wheels City stop motion things, and it went perfect with the game. I love that game for those the little stop motion things in there, and you got like mm-hmm. the dinosaur running around. There's a dinosaur rampaging Hot Wheels City. We have to stop it. Like that. It just <laughs> goes with it. Because mm-hmm. the best part is, like, anybody can walk up to that game and they don't know that it's a cartoon yeah. on YouTube that you can watch. It just looks like it went with the game. It was fine. And then they had their Legends of Valhalla yep. on there. Which that, that, is, that game can be brutal. Oh, man. <laughs> to play. I, I, li- I like it a lot, but it, it, there's, it feels like there's a lot to it and to figure mm-hmm. out when it comes to, I think it's like... Yeah unlocking gods or fighting gods or Mm -hmm. the different modes what's insane also from watching the first two trailer videos because you know they were just showing off this is what the theme of this game is going to be and they're showing the animation and it's still you know limited animation yeah but it is beyond what they did on aerosmith i could not believe (laughs) <laughs> like, you know, the characters have, like, walk cycles and stuff like that. It looked like what they did for Aerosmith, like, they had the puppets. Mm-hmm. They, they, I guess they, that's what they call them even in um, 
and like Toon Boom and stuff like that in those those animation programs. Yeah. So it just looked like, you know, they could sing and they could play their guitars and they were just kind of like in one pose mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So they're like, OK, they're, they're on top of a bus doing, you know, or they're in the attic doing toys in the attic. But it was the same kind of pose for this. Now, this thing looks like it's going to be like a full on cartoon. So a lot of work was put into this one. Yeah. And when you compare it to like the last one that Zombie Yeti did with Avengers where people complained because it was like cardboard cutouts. Mm-hmm. But I like to say again, that was a COVID game. So they ha- they had to do the best that they could. Which so, which Avengers? Infin- um, Infinity Quest. Infinity Quest. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't. See, it's funny you mention that to me. I, I love Infinity Quest. The animation oh, yeah. doesn't stand out in a negative way. It's almost like you're saying. It's almost like comic book art. You ever see like an animated comic book page yes. where they where they messed around with it, where it looks almost mm-hmm. kind of the background separate from the from the characters, and the characters kind of slide in, and it's like very simple motions to cut in between the scenes. That's how that animation is, and. It fits. It feels like a comic book game. And it looks yeah. like a comic book game. It doesn't look like... I hate to say it, but... The animations for like the Ninja Turtles pinball game. Stern one. Yeah. It's that kind of... Like... Um, funky... Almost trying to be... Se- like I guess you'd call it cell-shaded 3D. Yeah, they were cell-shaded. And it, it, do- it just looks off. Because it looks mm-hmm. too far from the original source material whereas with infinity quest it it's all comic book characters it looks like the characters from the comics mm-hmm. and then when they ha- when there's certain actions it's almost like an explosion or a change of color and stuff like that it fits on the screen yeah they wanted to do a cell shaded look to try to make it look like you're watching an episode of the cartoon yeah the and it does not unfortunately it does not look like that it just looks kind of funky and weird it's it's insane because they had ha- the videos that people added in. They did a video asset pack of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles where it added the cartoon themes in there. And mm-hmm. then somebody else also did, um, my friend Paul has it on his Avengers, where it has the movie clips mm-hmm. on the Avengers. And it's weird because you're seeing the movie clips, but it's the voice actors that they have so it's like there's robert downey jr but he's not robert downey jr it's Mm -hmm. kind of the same thing that went with um i don't like it for for the i was telling paul i said i don't like it for avengers because the whole thing looks like a comic book i said if it was based off of the if it was based off of the movie and they were using like that motion comic style then yeah, I would want the movie clips. Yeah. But when I see a comic book, I want it to look like a comic book. Yeah. Everything else looks like it's ripped right out of a Marvel comic oh, book. Yeah. So it go so it fits and goes. With um Foo Fighters, it does look like it looks like that kind of limited kind of flash animation. Mm-hmm. But it's very stylistic, the characters, the the artwork and the style. So it's kind of invoking a mixture of Saturday mornings and comics. Yeah, since they're and, definitely saying Saturday morning. Yeah. And it goes well. Just going mm-hmm. by like seeing the, the little clips that were shown in the trailer and like the teaser trailer and stuff like that. It fits with the theme and it fits with the rest of the artwork of the machine. So it's not going to be an issue at all. 
It's when you have like with Ninja Turtles, the 3D cell shaded animation, and then you have all this beautiful hand drawn Yeti artwork and it doesn't mesh. Yeah. This is like, it's all from the ground up. Yeah. It's absolutely insane. It's, I think it's a beautiful package all put together mm -hmm. between you get the music, you get, you know, a crazy theme with alien robots and stuff like that. And I mean, he is just the person to make a game. I swear to God, friggin' Zombie Eddie. Mm -hmm. I mean, friggin' Ghostbusters, it just excelled the way mm -hmm. that that style was. I like how he drew the, I like how he drew the proton beams and stuff like that, where he had like they almost looked like those neon Leons back in uh, yep. back in the nineteen eighties. <laughs> I was like, wow, those look like neon Leons, like <laughs> like purple and red ones and blue ones, and you know, I the dot matrix because it it really sucked. It makes me wish that. It came out now because mm -hmm. I would love to see it animated with that style. How they're doing it for Foo Fighters here. Yeah. But I think this is going to be a winner. Um, right now, I'm just put on the. I just put the stream on for Jack, and he's got the pro behind him. He's just taking the cash box out. They were setting up. He's got a brand new studio that all his games are in. Mm -hmm. So yeah, this is a, it's pretty insane that you know. He was doing this for over a year, and no one knew about it. And he was working on um, Jurassic Park at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing that's crazy was, we all thought that this was going to be after the Venom game. Because we all mm -hmm. thought that Brian Eddy was up next with Venom, but now it looks like uh, Brian Eddy might be going next after this. This is very interesting, so... Mm -hmm. I just like it. My my thing that I love the most is that it's a brand new designer, and we're getting some new voices. We're getting some new, new ideas, and that's the other stuff that I can't wait to see because supposedly, um, it's Eric Mirner who did, um, Pirates of the Caribbean for Jersey Jack, and he's up next with The Godfather. So we're definitely going to be talking about that the next yep. time um they release some info about that because. It's going to be very interesting to see how they're going to translate a big, like, nine-hour trauma <laughs> into a pinball machine. And are they going to do the first and second movie? Or is this going to be the first movie? Or all three? Oh, God, no one wants the third movie. <laughs> My favorite one was from The Critic mm -hmm. on the DVD box set. The um when it, when you would load a feature, it would say, it was um was the character sitting in the theater and they were making fun of all those old um quizzes that you would take in the theater. Yeah. It said, "How many sequels to The Godfather are there?" And the answer was one too many. <laughs> <laughs> so, I am very excited to see this game. Um, the entire month of March is blacked out for this game at Stern's factory because mm -hmm. he, I, I I'm, I'm surprised because someone showed it to me and you know, I wasn't going to say anything, but then I saw someone took a photo of it and shared it on the internet. <laughs> so I guess it's not, um, I guess it's pretty much everybody knows what they're making mm -hmm. for each month. So Godzilla was being made. Um, bond, bond 60th was getting made. Some of the bond, uh, pros and premiums, and they moved up Elvira, surprisingly. Everybody's like, oh my god, they moved up Elvira? <laughs> <laughs>
because people have been waiting for Elvira for a long time, but yeah. she's finally back. She's going to be getting into the hands of folks finally again. Everybody loves Elvira. That game's so much fun. Awesome work by Dennis Norman. And supposedly from what I was listening to on another podcast is that this game after Galactic Tank Force that Dennis Nordman's working on for American is supposed to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like the sky's the limit for pinball, man. What can we say? Yeah. What podcast was that? That was on the, um, I forget. They said it, they heard the interview on another podcast. It was from somebody that worked okay. at American Pinball, but it was on the, uh, the Pinball Network show. Okay. On the pinball show. So, with Zach and, uh, with Zach on there. So, I'm looking forward to this. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, right now, I've got the, I, I, I said, probably put me down for a pro, but if I see, and I'm telling you that, seeing he added in the, the dead post, mm-hmm. that it made it into a, he wanted an outlane spinner. Yeah. And, he said he couldn't do the outlane spinner with the post because it slowed it down too much, but this worked. <laughs> and he said they tested it over and over again, different speeds, it works. So I can't wait. It looks awesome. It looks so, you just hold the left flipper button down so it flippers up, it hits the post, and bounces right up to the right flipper. Mm-hmm. And to see that he was able to do it in multi-ball, it's like, yeah. It like, yeah, I need this in the video. And they're like, sold right there. So, folks, we want to thank you all very much for checking out this quick little episode, or, you know, quick for us. To, <laughs> it's a normal episode talk- now. <laughs> yeah, it's a normal episode. We're just talking about one game, and it's not even out yet. And we haven't even watched, like, one minute of actual gameplay, and we're very excited for it. I'm yep. looking forward to uh, making a part of the lineup. So, if you'd like to check us out on any of your favorite social media platforms, on the Twitter, the Facebook, the Instagram... Check us out over there, and always check us out on thearcadehunters.com. Check out our YouTube channel. Uh, more videos are going to be coming up uh, later this week. I did upload the Ultraman Kaiju Rumble. The um, I spoke with our friend uh, Marshall. There's more games that they've added in at the little shop, so I plan on getting some videos along with the monthly tour of it. And whenever the they drop the first pro models of Foo Fighters, I will be there to check it out. Yep, and I will have my live streaming back up. It missed one week, but that's because it was a crazy week with snow and all other stuff. Mm -hmm. Still trying to work out the OSB. Is that what it's called, the software? Yes. Or or Or, OBS. One of those. OBS with uh, using my phone as the web camera or using my DSLR cameras, web camera, mm-hmm. trying to get to work with the M1 Mac. So that way it's no longer washed out. There might be one more week of kind of a washed out video mm-hmm. live stream, and then the quality should get better. Definitely. Looking forward to seeing more of that. I just wish it sucks every time that you've done a live stream, I had to be working. So I never <laughs> got to do it. Oh, so it's- I never got to. Uh, what's the saying from the Simpsons? Uh, like a mule with a spinning wheel? Something like that. I forget. From, from the monorail episode. Something Mom like. one and mayor is mayor. <laughs> it's like a, something like a town, a town with money is like a mule with a spinning, with a spinning, a, pin, a mule with a pinwheel. 
Like, no one knows how he got, doesn't know how to use it. No one knows how they got it. Something like that. That That's kind of me with live streaming, kind of learning as I go. Mm-hmm. It'd definitely be cool. My uh, friend Paul was helping me try to build a um, a pinball rig. Mm-hmm. Um, but it would use the phone. So I, I still want to do a full, full on rig, but I need a brand new computer laptop for that because the laptop that I have is like a Windows XP. Yeah. And you're not going to be able to process uh, like two or three, 4K feeds on that thing. It'll probably go on fire. And and that's a problem that with the older laptops, the software gets so advanced that the older laptops and older operating systems won't run that software. Mm-hmm. And, or you have the problem like I did. I got the M when the M1 chip first came out in the MacBook Airs. I got a MacBook Air with the M1 chip right away. And none of the software worked with it for web cameras and other oh, stuff. Now they've caught up and it's working, working with it. So now I can start running it through my MacBook Air. Awesome. All right, folks. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time on the Arcade Hunters Podcast. You all take care. See ya.